0: Chapter One of The Lone Ranger Rides. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Lone Ranger Rides by Franz Stryker. Chapter One: The Basin. In a remote basin in the western part of Texas. The Cavendish clan raised cattle. From the vast level acreage, where longhorns grew fat on lush grass, the surrounding hills looked verdant and hospitable. But this was pure deceit on nature's part. Those hills were treacherous, and Bryant Cavendish loved them for that self-same treachery. Sitting on the porch of his rambling house, the bitter old man spat tobacco-flavored curses at the infirmities that restricted him his legs tortured by rheumatism were propped on a bentwood chair and seemed slim and out of proportion to his barrel-shaped torso his eyes like caves beneath an overhanging ledge were more restless than usual as he gazed across the basin He rasped a heavy thumbnail across the bristle of his slab-like jowl. There was something in the air he couldn't explain. He felt a vague uneasiness, despite the almost pastoral scene before him. He scanned the hills on all sides of the basin, knowing that no stranger could come through the tangle of underbrush and dense forest. Those hills had always been practically impassable. Then his restless eyes fell on the weird riot of color to the north. That was Bryant's Gap. Water flowing from the basin springs had patiently, through countless ages, cut the deep cleft in solid rock. The walls towering high on each side reflected unbelievable lures. Bryant's scowl deepened as he observed the gap. He could see but a few yards into it, And then it turned, and his view ended abruptly on a rainbow wall. That wall had often reminded Cavendish of a rattler, beautiful but dangerous. "'If it is only straight,' he growled, "'I could see when someone comes this way, but the damn canyon is as fickle as a wench's disposition.' Once more his finger scraped across the two-day beard. Cavendish had survived a good many years there in the West. He had risen above the many forms of sudden death to know an old age of comparative security. But, like men in that region, where eternal vigilance was the price of safety, his intuition was developed to a high degree. In a poker game he played his hunches, and in life he listened to that little-understood sixth sense. "'Something,' he decided, "'is goin' on in that gap, as sure as I'm sittin' here.' As if to echo his words, a distant rumble reached his ears. It came from the gap. At first he thought it must be another of the frequent storms. He listened. Then his face grew harder than before. His jaw set firmly. "'That ain't thunder,' he muttered that's gunplay his first impulse was to call for some of the men to investigate instead he listened for a moment his niece penelope could be heard humming a gay tune inside the house she at least had not heard anything unusual bryant knew his eyes were failing him of late and he began to doubt his ears perhaps after all It might have been thunder. Wouldn't do to start a lot of commotion over nothing at all. Mustn't let the boys know how the old man's slipping. He struggled to his feet, and, half supporting his weight by gripping the back of a chair, moved to the end of the porch and looked toward the south, where two of his nephews stood idly smoking near a corral. His lips moved with unuttered comments when he saw the men, scowling he made his painful way back to the chair must have been mistaken he muttered there was no proof that bryant cavendish did not like his relatives on the other hand he never had shown affection for them that wasn't unusual because he never had cared particularly about anyone his bitter outlook on life made him feel that affection and softness went hand in hand He had lost all respect for his two brothers when they married. The fact that Bryant had outlived them both proved to his own satisfaction, which was all that mattered, that marriage and the problems of the Benedict made men die young. One brother had left four sons, the other a daughter. Bryant, the last of his generation, had raised the brood his domination cowed the boys but penelope escaped an inherent sense of humor saved the girl when penny left for an eastern school in accordance with the written will of her foresighted father she was without a trace of the sullen subservient manner that marked her cousins bryant frowned on the idea of sending the girl to school to him it seemed a waste of time and money but he followed the terms of his brother's will with meticulous care superlatives cannot be used in connection with the boys of the second generation of cavendishes so instead of stating that mort was the most courageous it is more accurate to record that jeb vince and wally were even less courageous than mort it was mort who as a pimpled adolescent suggested meekly that he and his brothers leave the basin. It took three days for the flames of rage that exploded from Bryant Cavendish to die down, and their embers smouldered for weeks thereafter. It took several years for Mort to build up the spunk to assert himself again. He married Rebecca and brought her to the basin. The hurricane blasts from Uncle Bryant made all previous cavendish tirades seem like the babblings of brooks that inspire poets bryant was an old man and even his iron will could no longer ignore the rheumatism that made his legs almost useless as it became increasingly necessary for the nephews to assume responsibility his resentment toward them grew proportionately Cool water piped from a mountain spring, gurgling and splashing into a trough, a sheltered basin blanketed with grass, sturdy, comfortable houses, contented cattle, growing fat, the song of a girl, the laughter of a child, clumping hoofs, lazy smoke from cowboy cigarettes. "'You got the makins. Ain't Mort's wife startin' to get big again? I heard a doggone funny story last week. It'll bust your sides. Gimme the lend of a chaw, will you? My feet are killin' me. I gotta get me some boots next payday. Thunderstorm do bout to In the basin, normalcy. But in Bryant's Gap, majestic in height, gorgeous in color like the rattlesnake six men sprawled on rock-strewn ground and buzzards circled overhead chapter one